Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. So it is spring here in North Carolina as I record this episode, and the topic could not be more timely. This week, we're going to be diving into finding ADHD supports in nature. So during this episode, I talk about using nature as a natural anchor and energy shifter for managing ADHD symptoms. I talk about how nature is one of the simplest and most cost-effective ADHD supports available. I talk about the growing body of research that confirms the benefits of nature and green time. I also talk about four simple nature activities to add to your ADHD supports plan. So before we dig in, I wanted to be sure that you've downloaded the free ADHD supports guide that I created for you. Honestly, it might be a good idea to have your guide handy each week while you listen to the podcast because the podcast is so full of tips, tools, practices, and resources to support you on your ADHD journey. And you will definitely want to add at least one nature activity to the anchor section of your ADHD supports plan. Now, if you haven't already, download the ADHD supports guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or you can find the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Nature is a brilliant ADHD support. It's a natural anchor and it's an energy shifter. So an anchor or anchors are simple tools and practices designed to stabilize the nervous system, maintain the body-mind connection, and bring your awareness back to the present moment. When practiced regularly, they are powerful ADHD emotional regulation supports. The cool thing about nature is that there is a natural pull as humans toward forests and beaches and mountains and just being in nature. We came from nature. We are a part of nature and nature is a part of us. We depend on nature for our survival from food to oxygen to firm ground for shelter. Unfortunately, we have, we become, we've become so busy that we often become disconnected from nature and all the goodness and support it has to offer. Now, research confirms that nature and what's called green time can actually promote well-being and increase attention. Now, green time is basically time spent playing and exploring outside. And they've discovered that there's an association between increased time in nature and positive mental health outcomes. Now, time in nature provides us with the periodic breaks that our ADHD minds desperately need from focused attention to free form attention. And you'll understand as we talk, as I talk through this, what I'm talking about. And time in nature supports cognitive, emotional, and physical development. So simple nature activities can be brilliant lifestyle supports for managing ADHD symptoms. Now, a recent Chad article reports the health benefits of green time for children, but let's not forget that children with ADHD turn into adults with ADHD. So a lot of the things that we use with children, we wanna practice them ourselves as well. 
Now, a simple nature practice could support you with improvements to short-term memory, reduced stress levels, improvements to mental health, and decreased risk for depression and anxiety. Now, the cool thing about nature is that it's readily available and it doesn't cost a thing. Now, during this episode, I'm gonna dive into four simple nature activities to consider for your ADHD supports plan. I'm gonna talk about nature walks or nature, I guess, observing nature, okay? Nature, how about we call it nature noticing? Um, We're also gonna talk about gardening, weeding, and yard work. We're gonna talk about earthing as well as light therapy. So the first one is nature walks. So consider taking regular nature walks and using your five senses while you do it. Now, if you find mindfulness challenging, there is nothing like getting outside in nature to bring your awareness back to the present moment. If you can get to a greenway, a trail, or the beach, great. If not, walk around your neighborhood. Maybe walk around a park. Maybe it's even your own backyard. The point of a nature walk is to notice the natural beauty around you, even if it's a lawn, even if it's a tree. Okay, so that's why I say maybe, you know, if nature, if, if nature walk feels difficult for you, how about nature noticing? Okay. Go out and, and, and just look at the trees, look at your lawn, look at your garden, whatever it might be. So it's spring as I record this and everything has this fresh, bright green color. The foliage is growing in, making it a little more difficult to see the neighboring houses in the backyard, which I love. Um, And the yard is full of all kinds of different birds and squirrels, bunnies, a groundhog, and the occasional deer. So what I'm going to invite you to do is to, on your nature walk or your nature noticing, Use your five senses and take it all in without judgment, no matter what you experience, no matter what sense, what your senses bring to you. So practice using your sense of sight. See what's around you. See the sky, the trees, the foliage, the flowers, the path in front of you, the birds, the critters, the other people, whatever it might be that you can see. Use your sense of smell, smell the earth, the mulch, the flowers, or even manure. Again, whatever it is, you're going to notice it without judgment. Just noticing, just being in nature and experiencing all that nature nature has to offer, all the sensory richness. And how about your sense of hearing? Hear the wind, hear the birds sing, the animals scurry, cars, blowers, lawnmowers, whatever it might be. And how about your sense of touch? Feel the temperature on your skin, feel the breeze, feel your feet as they meet the path below you, feel the places your clothing touches your body. How does it feel? What are you feeling? What are you sensing? Okay. And take it all in while you walk. You might even consider sinking your breath with your footsteps. And when your mind wanders, bring your awareness back to the full on sensory experience of, of nature. Now, when my kids were little, we took lots and lots of nature walks. And on one of them, my two-year-old daughter picks up a dandelion and says, ooh, a dandelion. I love dandelions. I looked at the tiny flower in her hand as if it was for the very first time. I realized that a dandelion is a perfect flower. It's perfectly dimensional. It's perfectly shaped. Now, in the past, I had only seen dandelion as dandelions as weeds. There is so much of nature that we miss every single day because we're not present to it. So this is a practice. 
be noticing, noticing what's going on in nature, just noticing. Now, one thing that I've found that helps my interest-based ADHD mind is to gamify just about everything. So I st started playing this game with myself whenever I go to the beach. I call it dolphin. <laughs> I'd say about 95% of the time I see dolphin on my beach walks. I like to think it's because I'm special, but really it's because I'm always looking. I'm always noticing. I'm challenging my ADHD mind with a game, okay? And now, since I only get to the beach maybe a few times a year, I've started playing another game on my green walk, Greenway walks. It's called Hawk. <laughs> it's this very creative, I know, but, but it's easy, right? It's the same as the dolphin game. I almost always see a hawk when I walk on the greenway because I'm always looking. I'm always noticing. So gamifying just about everything is really helpful for the ADHD mind. Now, maybe your game is called bird or squirrel or bunny, whatever it might be. And maybe games are not for you. That's fine. I guess the, the point is I want you to start or I'm inviting you to start noticing everything in nature using your five senses okay so the next thing we're going to talk about is gardening weeding and yard work now for some of you you're saying all right yes i love this i would love to use this as an adhd support for others of you maybe not so much but just listen to what i have to say about gardening gardening weeding and yard work it doesn't have to be a big chore okay but they are great ways to connect with with nature as well now again I know I'm a little geeky, okay, a lot geeky, um, but I look forward to watching those tiny little cucumber tendrils climbing up the lattice every year. Oh my gosh, like I'm, I, we're, it's starting right now in my garden. Um, and I love to gently guide them over to the post or over to the lattice and, and watching them take hold. It's fascinating. It's like one day, I'm gently guiding it over to the, to the lattice or to the, um, to the, uh, the, um, the pole. And then the next day, like it's taken hold. It's brilliant. It's nature. Nature is brilliant. But after decades of growing tomatoes, cucumbers, and peppers that can easily overwhelm me when it's harvest time, I've discovered that my favorite food to grow is lettuce and kale. Who knew? I didn't. I get such satisfaction out of clipping only what I need from for my green smoothies. So it doesn't have to be elaborate and it doesn't have to be a chore, right? I mean, weeding, you could just, you know, maybe maybe on your way to the mailbox, you, you just like pick a weed, just pick a couple of weeds, take a couple of seconds and, and pull a weed, do, you know, pick up, a, a, pick up a few leaves, whatever it might be, just simple ways to bring yourself into your your yard, into into nature. Okay. So the thing about gardening is that it teaches us acceptance and patience. It gives our minds something interesting to focus on. It provides intentional movement and an outlet for fidgeting. It provides us with a dopamine hit when we're able to eat or enjoy what we've grown. Now this year, my daughter and I planted a flower garden. We carefully chose easy to maintain perennials in different sizes, textures, and bloom times. We are so proud and excited to see what happens throughout the season. Now, there's a lot of research um, and even more research shows that digging in the dirt 
actually stirs up microbes in the soil and inhaling these microbes can stimulate production the production of serotonin which is a mood stabilizing neurotransmitter that is often lacking in people with adhd so there are so many reasons to dig in the dirt whether you're gardening weeding or doing yard work now another lesser known um uh nature activity is called earthing. It's another option for using the power of nature to manage ADHD symptoms. Now, I didn't know anything about earthing until a few years ago, but realize that I have been drawn to this type of support my whole entire life. I'm a barefoot person. I dislike shoes and I prefer to feel the earth or the floor directly through the soles of my bare feet. Now, earthing is it's directly connecting with the electrons of the Earth's surface through skin to earth contact. This is what I've been doing. Who knew? Again, who knew? Um, our bodies actually need the electrons from that the Earth provides. And research shows that since the invention of the sneaker or the rubber soled shoe, that we have become disconnected from the Earth and have in turn become a society of, of inflammation. According to the documentary, The Earthing Movie, these electrons may provide a reduction in inflammation, re reduction, a, a reduction in inflammation, a reduction of chronic pain, improved blood flow, reduced stress, increased energy, improved sleep, and accelerated healing. Now, earthing can be as simple as walking barefoot in the grass or any other way that your bare skin connects to the earth, including walking on the beach or swimming in a lake, gardening, right? Now, if getting outside is not an option, um, there are grounding mats, there are mattresses, there are patches and shoes to, to support you as well. I have a grounding mat that I used during the winter months um, that draws the elect these electrons through the grounding part of your outlet in the wall. It's one of the safest, most natural and easiest things that you can do for your health. Now, light therapy is another natural option. Light therapy, also known as phototherapy, is using exposure to direct sunlight or, or artificial light at certain wavelengths to treat a variety of medical and mental conditions, including vitamin D deficiency, skin conditions, retinal conditions, as well as mood and sleep-related disorders. Now, since sleep can be challenging for those of us with ADHD, light therapy just might be a simple natural support because it's often used to resync circadian rhythms for sleep. Sunlight is the ideal source of light for light therapy, but light boxes are another option. So during this episode, we talked about a lot, I know, but we talked about four simple nature activities to add to your ADHD supports plan. We talked about nature walks or nature noticing. We talked about gardening, weeding, and yard work. We talked about earthing and we talked about light therapy. So remember, nature is a natural anchor and energy shifter. And any one of these activities can be a fun, easy, and effective ADHD support. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I love hearing about what's resonating, what you'd love to learn more about, as well as learning about the ADHD supports that work for you. So send me a DM or email me and let me know. Goodbye for now. 
Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. Now, one thing I know for sure is that managing ADHD is not a one-stop shop. There are so many tips, tools, practices, treatment options, and lifestyle accommodations to consider. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and wonder where in the world to start. If you're nodding your head yes, then you'll want to check out the free ADHD supports guide. It's a super simple step-by-step guide that keeps your ADHD brain engaged because it's interesting, it's important, and sometimes even a little exciting. I invite you to consider yourself a detective as you discover the ideal combination of supports to help you remain calm, be more consistent, stay focused on what's important, shift out of overwhelm and other big emotions more quickly, make decisions more easily, and develop more confidence, all while becoming more of the person you know yourself to be. Download the guide at visiondrivenmom.com forward slash ADHD supports, or find the link in the show notes. I truly believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Goodbye for now.